Hello and welcome to this episode of Demystified as we explore home cooking in a modern world. Oh, you've changed up the intro. Look, well, last week told you, you said, all about it last week. I know. Week. So I haven't changed, changed it. it that drastically, though. Let's no, be honest. No, well, I did say we'd keep this one until twenty twenty one ended. Yeah. How are you? Good. You? Well, I'm a little bit sad. Oh no. Well, I, no, sad not days. sad. Sad's maybe a little bit tough, but my garden. I've been. Uh, it hasn't been a good year for me, and trying different things. So as Considering you know, how much people were staying at home, you'd think your garden would be going good. Oh, no, the garden's going really well. It's just, I think, my mm, attempts. So, you know, I, weren't happy, I wasn't happy with my olives, and that was a big disaster. I've only got five huge buckets of them. Yeah. Um, garlic. Yeah, I figured as much. Yeah. I don't know. What's but, wrong uh, with it? Really small. Really oh, small okay. olives. So I left three in there because I thought I've got to... Super you know, small often packs a punch with garlic. Well, I, I just thought I've got to do something there. They looked like they were all about to die. Everything was dying off. And everything I read said, oh, you know, this is the time to pull, you know, pull it out. And I'm like, oh, okay, really small. And I did keep them. You know, Doug was like, uh, really, that's not really a garlic. That looks like a just overweight spring onion. Okay. But um, I thought, no, no. they're Good not- old supportive Doug. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, he had a point because they did look pretty bad. And the cat was laughing at them and like playing with them when she found them on the ground. Oh, no, no, stop, stop. That's our garlic produce. But uh, I had to plant tomato. Yeah. Just, I just had to pull them out and go, no, that's it. Putting in tomatoes. Just so I feel like something good is happening in that veggie patch. Yeah. But it hasn't been a great year. Oh, well. So, I'm not sure my uh, my attempts at veggie patching is um, going so well. The sage I planted from somewhere else has just taken off. Yeah, it's a... Di- uh, like, yeah, it's not... You don't have the easiest backyard for a veggie patch, let's be honest. No, but we've had had some big wins. Yeah, yeah. yeah. beans and things were surprised. But, you know, this year has been it's also, my stellar year in the veggie yeah. patch. And I've, like, over the years of now, we're in our third house in two years, I think. Brunswick to yeah. Kobe to Preston. Um, different experiences because my little fella doesn't particularly like the, the idea of gardening, but when stuff's growing, he's super into it. Um, and I think, like, I know very little about it i kind of my theory on gardening is that if you can't just water it and it doesn't grow then i I just don't want to play that much like i'm happy to mow the lawns i'm happy to do labor around the garden like make things look nice and all the rest of it but i don't want to get into fertilizers and all of that palaver like i just don't have that sort of level of commitment to it that said though i think the more different things i plant because over the years, as he's been growing, there are more different things that I've planted to keep him interested. So we need heirloom carrots because they're nice different colours, broad beans. For some reason, he won't eat rocket or arugula, the Americans would know it as, um, unless we grow it. And it's oh, a funny wow. thing for a kid to like because it's quite peppery. Yeah, it's quite um, So lettuces, all that sort of stuff, but... The one thing that I have learned over time is that there's not one soil that works for everything. 
No. And I think probably your like garlic. Soil, yes. Yeah, and I just I like there'll be experts out there that are know far far more than you and I. But I'm pretty sure that a lot of that comes down to. I mean, I bought cubic meters of soil for the mm-hmm. vegetable beds that I built. Um, and it was called a veggie mix, but I just don't think that a veggie soil suits every vegetable. I mean, of course it doesn't, right? It just, I know there's seasons and all the rest of it, but I had one really good season where the carrots were like perfect. They were picture perfect, like picture perfect, super straight, beautiful colors and all the rest of it. And then the following year, they were all twisted and gnarly and like, it doesn't matter. At home, you just mm, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was the soil. There was two different soils, and I was like, "Well, okay, maybe that's got something to do with it." Tomatoes as well. Like, you know, there's some stuff which grows anywhere, but maybe with your garlic. I just I had high hopes because it's the third year I've tried growing garlic, and this was a, these were better than the ones in the previous two years. But oh, so you really suck at it. You don't just yeah, suck no. a little bit. You, <laughs> Thank you, Paul. You suck, you, <laughs> Thank you, Paul. You yes. suck three years. No, at it. I really suck at it. Ah, and, um, and I didn't realise no, three no. years worth of no. rubbish results. Yeah, no, it's really like it might be time to move on. That's, that's why I think Dougie was like, you know, a lot of effort and no really reward. Whereas, um, you know, we've got a couple of spots in in the garden beds that are traditionally for us little flower beds. We'll throw a tomato. And it just one will just thrive in yeah. there, and it looks great, you know, sort of tomatoes popping out amongst Palagonians and things. But um, no, I really suck at garlic, maybe yeah. growing garlic. So um, one more year, Paul. I am persistent. One more year, I will try. But I was just I was really looking forward to it this year. I'd done everything right. I'd soak the the. So flowers. how big are we talking? Like how I'm trying to find like golf smaller than a golf ball. Oh yeah. Like. Yeah, smaller than a golf. Twenty cent piece. Maybe. Oh Jesus! So, so that's they're why, tiny. No, so it's, it's not even worth doing anything with. Well, you could. You know, but I have kept them because I think I can separate a couple, and have really small like, little climbing clothes to put in. I'm going to try them. I am going to, to try cook them. with. Just to throw into into like you know. Yeah. A hole. How many have you got? Oh, I've got about. All up, yeah. Um, probably seven of clothes, individual clothes I could separate from about eight, because other ones are just so small. Oh my god! <laughs> if you could see Paul's face, everybody. So I this know. is ant garlic. <laughs> <laughs> this is the garlic you know, the chef ants yeah, use. This is this is not your elephant bulb garlic at all. This is the anti-elephant bulb wow. garlic. They're really small, and yet they look. So, so what does your research say? That um, well, my latest research, and I'm sticking to this one, was some uh, was you know I love Ron from Blackburn. Um, sorry, Ron, if you're listening, but you know you and your anti-vaxxing stance, and from garlic was that in you need to have so many nights below ten degrees. Yeah, you say like this and is Melbourne the thing. Melbourne just wasn't that cold this year. Uh, I disagree. Yes, it was. Well, I, my didn't, I don't think we had... Well, my garlic says otherwise. <laughs> so, and so Ron so, Blackburn said... So, uh, what is, what is that? What, what was his stat? How many nights? Ten, ten nights below... Below ten. Ten nights below ten. Mm. And you think that that has happened over the past three years? 
Well, I'm hanging on to that, Paul, because I yeah. really don't know what it is. I'm going to get in touch with the Bureau of Meteorology. <laughs> no, Ron from Blackburn said, yeah, along um, with well, whatever Ron his said. research says about vaccines. I know, but I mean, who like who can? Yeah. No, no, we're, I just we're way off topic. Here. I know we are, but yeah. I just I was so looking forward to then exploring what we could do with you know garlic. Yeah, well, what I was going to suggest to you was if you actually had something that you could hold in your hand, <laughs> not with tweezers. Not with, not with a sieve. I was going to say to you, why don't you just roast it all, and that way you can just mm. squeeze it out of whatever. But if they're that small, they're that then small, I, I, I don't think we're squeezing anything. We're just putting them in whole and having some flavour comes through. Yeah, right. Okay, disappointing. Yeah, that's... Yeah. That's how I feel. Yeah. I'm like, oh. Like but realistically, like, okay, so how much effort did you have to put in to get this thing started? When I say we, I mean Doug. Doug. <laughs> <laughs> so poor Dougie. Yeah. Um, well, no, we planted them. I, I did the preparation and had them in different bowls for the different types. I had three different types. Yeah. And uh, soaked them and all the, you know, the shoots were starting to come out and I planted them and pushed the cat out of the way because every time I'm in the veggie patch, she likes to come and help me dig things up and... So I had to push her out of the way, put them all in, had them all labelled, had them in nice, neat rows. We watered them, we took weeds out. Dougie took more weeds out than I did, admittedly. And um, they were all looking pretty good. And then, very hopeful, because I planted months and months and months ago, and that's the result, like little tiny teaspoon size. And I'm thinking, oh, a lot of effort. And there's so many of them. And... um, so I kept I left three in there to see if it does need just more time, and planted tomatoes and some chili and other stuff around them. But um, yeah, no, I was just gonna. Yeah. I really wanted to talk to you about what we could grow, what we could do with garlic as a flavour. Like you know, sometimes yeah. people have a reaction to it and they think it's too much. Yeah, so my sister-in-law is allergic to yeah. garlic. So that's why I thought we could talk about it. Yeah. Except We've got way off really track. Yeah. Don't have any. Yeah. Well, we can talk about what you could do with garlic if you had some. In another podcast. No, let's just touch on it quickly. Okay. So there's a couple of different things to note when you're buying garlic as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm very particular about not necessarily... Uh, yeah, I am. Where my garlic is from. Uh, so I look quite often, if I can, and if you look at Australian garlic when it is around, it is very small always so it's not often around i will almost exclusively because when it's not around you have to buy imported um shoot for mexico southern american garlic um versus northern hemisphere china is a massive garlic producer chinese garlic i just steer clear of it's really astringent i really don't like the flavor of it um, there is a marked difference in flavour in my eyes. I'm not a huge garlic user. Um, certainly use it at home probably more than at work because it can be a little bit confronting to people when you're cooking for them. Um, and you've got to get a feel for which garlic you like using because three cloves of garlic in a recipe that's raw can be knock your socks off powerful. Um, especially if you're making a dressing or something like that. Like raw garlic is super, 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 like wake your eyes up, sort of can be super strong. So I kind of prefer Mexican, Southern American, 
anywhere down there or if I can get it Australian garlic absolutely um, and the things that you can do with it what my favourite thing to do is slow roast garlic so just get a whole bulb of garlic cut the base off it so the, where the roots are uh, just to expose the cloves leave it in it's all it's wrapping or paper or whatever you want to call it put a little bit of um, oil in some foil wrap the whole thing in What's foil oil, well you can you can in this scenario you can use a little bit of olive oil if you want to um, wrap it all in foil squeeze it really tightly so you've got a little ball of foil stick that in the oven at about 150 for about two hours and then when it comes out all you need to do is let it cool for a little bit and just grab the whole head of garlic and just squeeze and all this like oozing garlic golden brown sweetness comes out um, and if you actually cover it in oil that roasted garlic will keep for ages and what do you ages, use it in? What do you, you use seriously it? you can just put it on toast and eat it like that it's delicious uh, through a mayonnaise I find really good mm-hmm. so I used to like roasted garlic mayo just as a accompaniment to a Niswa salad it's one of mm-hmm. my favourite things is a good Niswa salad um, you want ultimate garlic bread roasted garlic every day of the week so just rub that through some butter with parsley standard stuff but because you've roasted it the depth of flavour and the sweetness you get out of it is totally different to the real strong mm-hmm. astringency I'm not sure is the right word but of fresh garlic so I like I very much always have some roasted garlic in my fridge always if I just got the oven on for something else Oh, I'll just I'm running out I'll just chuck some garlic in okay yeah and buy garlic that isn't peeled because peeled garlic goes through a washing process that's how they get the garlic skins off Um, there are some clever tricks out there to peel garlic if you want to if you buy your garlic whole and peel it Um, one is to just get a silicon tube like a we make icy poles for our little fella Oh, yeah. uh, in silicon icy pole sort of things uh, if you put your garlic in there and just roll it in the tube they freeze the cloves um, of course you can crush them with the knife mm-hmm. and that frees them up as well um, you can put them in a jar of water with a lid on and just shake them vigorously and that will free them but I like the idea of cooking the whole thing in its in its skin and just squeezing out this like delicious golden brown and that on toast on like a good bit of sourdough toast with a little bit of salt on it oh delicious well I actually love garlic love love yeah, and I, I love it the yeah. Spanish way and I had it the other day for lunch toast and um, I just got a raw garlic clove and just yeah. scraped it over the top yeah sliced tomato and a bit of olive oil and happy yeah, no doubt. I mean, that's that. so I would do the same thing, but I would spread over roasted garlic. No, I might try that too. Yeah. Another night I was making dinner and Doug nearly had a heart attack because I was making chicken with garlic and he and I got this recipe and um, what can't you do with chicken, garlic and cream? Mm. And I must have, I think the recipe was like five or six cloves sort of crushed yeah. and chopped and five or six whole yeah. thrown in and Doug's like that is way too much garlic and I said well if it is it's just you and me honey so it doesn't matter yeah. and it was quite subtle Yeah, it was really 
So there's a very famous... It wasn't actually overpowering, and, yeah. and we were really surprised, because other times, as you said, one or two could be like, yeah. eye-watering, knock your socks off. Yeah, but you're cooking it. But we're cooking it, yeah. and it was just... In fact, it became one of Doug's favourite sort of... Well, there's a very famous dinners. dish, which is... I think it's chicken with 40 cloves of garlic. It's a known, famous okay. dish. Yeah. So this must have been a take on that. Yeah, yeah. But it's interesting, and when you cook garlic, I mean... It's funny, actually, different different cultures say different things. You'll never see, or I think very rarely will you see a Frenchman when they're doing a preparation and they do, you know, their sofrito, let's say, onions, mirepoix, whatever, onions, celery, carrot, you know, starting the base of something. Mm-hmm. You'll very rarely see them get any colour on the garlic when they're cooking. Um, but if you look at some... Asian cultures that do wok cooking and stuff like that, they encourage that coloured caramelisation of the garlic. Um, it's very different and it gives you totally different flavour profiles. So, I mean, my other favourite thing is is making um, chilli jam. Oh. And so that's... That's my other favourite. Fried shallot. As simple as... It, like, you can make it as hard or as simple as you like, but fried shallots, like deep fried, finely sliced red shallots, Deep fried, not super hot, long red chilies, so Lombok chilies, I call them. Um, and deep fried garlic, so very finely sliced and deep fried. So it's all this golden brown, deep fried stuff. You drain everything on paper towel, stick it in a blitzer with some tamarind, a little bit of oil, and away you go. Blitz that, absolutely delicious. Couldn't tell you quantities I've made in ages, but like properly good. Oh, look, it's Christmas coming up. Yeah. And, um, Stick a prawn in that. Oh. I, I don't I would even love eat prawns, but... Yeah. No, you you can't eat them. Yeah. But I can. So I think we should... Um, you want to make some, do you? Yes. Yeah, okay. And then... I'll you can go the buy prawns. the ingredients and you can peel all the garlic. Oh, happy to do that. Oh, right. I don't okay. mind it. Don't mind it at all. Well, it'll give you use for your um, cooking say, with steam apron. And then you I can, can actually <laughs> put it on with a reason. Then I can say, we've cooked, I've helped. Yeah, well, you helped. Yeah, okay. I can say I've helped then. Yeah, Because okay. you have to give it to me then that yeah. I helped. Yeah. If I did that. Okay, fine. We'll if do I do that. that, will you do that? Yeah, yeah, we'll do that. Okay. We'll do that yeah, next week or something. Lovely. All right. That'll be great. Well, wonderful. Well, thank you. Thank you. Garlic. Okay, thank you. Get on it. Exactly. Well, good for your I'd, heart. Really good for your heart too. I'd like to get on it, but... Yeah. Oh, I mean, uh, you know... Anywho. Go buy it. I don't understand. I would have thought in Australia we had enough climate variances between Tassie and well, far I'd, north Queensland that we could have it all year round and yet it's... I find, it, I, I find it hard to find. There may well be. Maybe it's just where we're shopping. I don't know. No, but, I, I, and I go the, looking. The garlic I that I often looking. find is from South Australia. Oh, really? I go looking yeah. and I can often find imports and I'm happy. Yeah. I'm happy because I love garlic go through a lot of it at home. Yeah. But I go looking and I think, surely we haven't like sold out. And there's a, apparently there's a, well, there is a, a shortage of um, growers as well, apparently, I've been told. Maybe well, that was just by the person trying to get me out of their shop as I'm going, are you sure you don't have any garlic? Like none? There's a shortage of growers because everyone's having the same problem that you are. There's apparently, according to you, there's not, no, and Ron, Ron your Ron mate, there's bird. not enough bloody cold days. <laughs> I'm not well, buying. Well, there we go. I'm not well, buying. There's plenty of cold days. Well, 
We'll see. We'll see. Med- Bureau of Meteorology. Yeah. Okay. I'm well, going to ring, ring Jane Bunn. <laughs> I'm going to ring Boston. She Jane Bunn, for those who don't know, is a very well-known... News uh, weather meteorologist. Meteorologist. Yeah, she presents is. the weather in On such the a professional way. Yeah. It's not just, you know, pointing at a, at a screen and saying, it'll be sunny, it'll be cold, it'll be rainy... You know, I think she does like Australia. a ten-day forecast or something like that. She does. She's yeah. she's amazing. So yeah. Yeah, and we call her Boston. <laughs> Boston Bun. Because <laughs> her name's Bun, so she's oh, Boston. Oh, that's funny. I'm we don't sure know she's her. She's never heard it before. Either. We don't know her. We don't know her. We wouldn't no. know her if we ran into her. But no. that's funny. Anyway, so I'll get on the blower to Boston and find out about this. Um, might Whether have that's to have true a little, or not. Might have to have a little chat to Ronnie Boy, I think. Let's see. <laughs> I'm sure there's a few people wanting to talk to him. Righto. Well, thank you. It's Friday. And, um, I'm going. Yeah, it's time to go home and have a frosty. Yep. Take care, everybody. Happy cooking. Happy cooking. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to this podcast as we explore home cooking in a modern world. We'd love you to subscribe. And for more information, please go to our website, cookingwithsteam.com. Mm-hmm.